G we be That's the mentality we thuggin' Thuggin' It's the way I choose to live my life G A we be That's the mentality we thuggin' 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 till the day I die G A G we be That's the mentality we thuggin' Thuggin' It's the way I choose to live my life G A G we be That's the mentality we Welcome to They're Playing Our Song, the podcast where your song becomes our song. I'm Robert Perry Cruz, your host, and I'm joined with my very special guest, my special returning guest, Mark Berlon. Hi, Mark. Hey, guys. Oh, boy. So, Mark, you had a couple songs you wanted to do. We hadn't had had time to get together to record them. Yes, sir. Uh, And then a couple other folks had some other ideas, and there were just enough, there was enough push for either hip-hop or rap that I thought, let's do a theme Monthish, weekish time. It was good to have a theme. But it was you started it, so I wanted to make sure you got the first Sweet. one in the series. <laughs> so today Excellent. we're going to be talking about Thug Mentality by Crazy Bone from yes. the album Thug Mentality 1999, surprisingly released in 1999. Yes, sir. <laughs> 1999 was a big thing for that for Bone Thugs and Harmony. It's mm-hmm. one of the, the the roads that they claim in Cleveland. So East 1999. Okay corner of East 1999 and Eternal. So that was the name of the album that did so well when Crossroads came out and stuff like mm-hmm. that. East 1999 Eternal. Okay. Well, start from the beginning, because I don't know where, like, I know Bone Thugs and Harmony as, mm-hmm. like, a, like, an entity or, like, a group, mm-hmm. but I don't know the individual guys. I don't kind of know where they came out came out from. So. Crazy, lazy, busy, wish, and flesh. Um, <laughs> um, I was, it's funny, because I was, when... I was thinking of what kind of song I want to bring next, as far as like hip hop goes. I figured I had to bring a Bone Thug song only because, you know, back in, when I was in high school or whatever, I was, my nickname was the Bone Thug Kid. Mm-hmm. I had long hair. I rapped along to every single Bone Thug and Harmony song ever. <laughs> like I was just, you know, people wanted to know what the lyrics were. They came to talk to me. Like I was just, I was immersed in the Bone Thugs and Harmony world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, group records, solo records, every, everything, everything. I had everything, and. Um, you know, shirts, concerts, everything, mm-hmm. you know, and um, Crazy Bone has always been my favorite of you know, everybody in the group, changes every now and again, but Crazy Bone for the most part is my favorite artist, mm-hmm. and that record, um, you know, the Thug Mentality 1999 record when that came out, um, that record stayed, you know, in my back pocket, mm-hmm. like, Oh, like literally, it was, actually. It was a back. double album. Yeah, it was a double album. You had, some, you had baggy pants, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Still do. Still do. Can't be tight pants. <laughs> it's a different podcast. Um, no, that album came out, and it was gold to me. It, you know, front to back, I loved it. I still do. It's it's still in my car right now. If you were to get in my, in my car right now, it's in there right now. Um, I just, I loved it. It was a, it was a double disc album, so, you know, the 90s hip-hop era, like, you get a double-disc album, like, only, you know, Tupac and Biggie were doing that. Just, you don't get a double-disc album from just anybody. Um, but, no, you know, that album, when it came out, it was just so solid for me, and it had so many good records on it that I just, it didn't leave my pocket. And I had, you know, Disc Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just flip, you know, Disc 1, Disc 2, and then flip back and forth, you know. Um, so it just stayed with me the whole time. And, you know, when I was thinking about a song to bring, I was like, I gotta bring the, the actual title track. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it's just the record, it was it was the, the lead single, but also it's a different kind of song because of um, the way it's set up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily like this hit single that you would hear 
playing rotation on radio like all the time and it's not something you know it's not a song that everybody knows mm -hmm. um, but as far as like the core fan base goes and stuff like that you understand uh, what it is mm -hmm. okay yep. now um, Mark I don't know if you know this but they used the n-word <laughs> a couple <laughs> times in this song just a few just a few <laughs> yeah yeah a few is words it, few words was that I mean that's is that pretty standard in in, in rapper yes. hip hop from the yes. time to, to this day um, so, yeah I think that I sound I, very super square and, and if you didn't know I'm super <laughs> white everybody super white no um you know it's like off these urban songs yeah right um no it's been you know it's been part of the culture for a long time and it's been one of the more talked about points about hip hop and you know should should they be using it, should they not be using it uh, you know what happens when you when you perform a show and all your fans are singing along is it okay for your fans to sing along is mm -hmm. it not okay for your fans to sing along is it okay that they sing along only when they're at the show like, mm -hmm. it's been one of these controversy uh, controversy you know kind of things back and forth forever mm -hmm. um, and you know there's certain people that don't that don't like it there's certain people that you know, absolutely won't listen to any hip hop that uses any any, any kind of terms mm -hmm. um, like that. Uh, and then there's, you know, un, there's, just like anything else, there's always the other side that doesn't care. Yeah. Just gonna, you know, whatever music is music, and mm -hmm. it's an expression, and um, that's what they're gonna use to express how, you know, what they're getting across in their music, and that's what they're gonna use. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I think for this song, certainly, the the language felt very much in tune with. The theme of the song, mm -hmm. which was, I, I assume it was more kind of this is the mental state that right. you know members of the of the you know the group are certainly crazy right. bone. Right. This is how they came up. This is how they grew up. Yeah. This is what they know. Yep. Uh, rather than trying to just throw it in there because they had nothing better to say. I mean, right, it, right. This, and that's and that's something and that that's accurate. I would say that's accurate. Um, you know, Bone Thugs when they came out, they were very different. So mm -hmm. nobody was rapping fast like them. I mean, there's rappers nowadays will be like, oh no, we were rapping fast before then, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, you know, for me that doesn't make any sense, but, um, you know, Bone actually was discovered by Eazy-E. Oh, really? And, um, you know, they made themselves get, you know, mm -hmm. um, get found by Eazy-E by, you know, tracking where he was doing concerts and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and ended up being, you know, half of them got to the concert, and half of them got through, but the other half couldn't, so they had to put, you know, they had to grab a phone, and put Easy on the phone, and he had other, the rest of the group rap, and, you mm. know, so then he had, oh yeah, you know, come with me, and, mm. um, you know, so they, they got one-way bus tickets out to LA, and, you know, got out there when Easy was jumping off with Ruthless, uh, Ruthless Records, and, mm. you know, just took it from there. Um, one of their, one of Bone's big angles was that, you know, at the time, gangster rap mm. was the thing. Everyone was a gangster. Everyone mm. was you know, um, a G. Mm -hmm. And when, you know, you're in Ohio, you're not, on the, you're not on the left coast, you're not anywhere near that lifestyle, but there's still a certain mentality when you're stuck in the streets and when mm -hmm. you're stuck, and that's, you know, every everyone in the group has a name, you know, that that correlates with what they were doing at the time. So mm -hmm. Busy Bones' name is Busy Bones because he was busy in those streets. Mm -hmm. You know, he's homeless, he's run, you know, running around selling drugs, he's doing this, you know, so I mean, you know, but they weren't gangsters, mm -hmm. you know, or, or portraying to be you know, gangsters at all. So, you know, they came up with a different kind of thing. And another thing about Bone, too, is, you know, right around that time when they were coming up, Tupac had come out with the whole Thug Life thing. Mm -hmm. um, and that really registered with Bone mm -hmm. um, and ended up, you know, in them, you know, 
recording music and talking about you know, different things and things like that. And then to make something different, it's like, well, why don't we run with this thug thing? Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it can be a different way of like, you don't always have to be so harsh as the, the gangsters in the music. You, you know, Bone does a lot of singing, a lot of harmonizing, mm -hmm. Bone Thugs in Harmony. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it was different. It was, a, it was a way to introduce something different and to make people look at a different side. Like, you can still be, you know, from the street and you can still have stories about the realities you've seen but you don't have to be shooting everybody every two seconds or you mm -hmm. don't have to be you know whatever else gangsters do mm -hmm. you don't have to be doing that um to make records and hip-hop mm -hmm. well, so yeah now, can, can, define for me what the the, the thug mentality is because i know listening to the song it was it, it didn't the the tone of it was was much more sort of like sweet and melodic, but then you know, looking at the lyrics and reading the lyrics, it was it was you know pretty violent. And right. was that sort of part of where they were coming from? Was that part of the kind of the lifestyle they were not necessarily champion, but sort of mm -hmm. describing? Or yes. was that a little harder than some of their other well, songs? I would say that the because it was you know a lead a lead off for the album, it had to have some kind of to it where you know it had to have some kind of melody or some kind of something that would make the Bone fans care about a solo album. Mm -hmm. um, you know, other than you know, outside of the Wu Tang Clan, nobody really wanted to hear solo records from big name groups. Mm -hmm. um, and Bone Thugs and Harmony had you know, when Easy died and they remixed The Crossroads, everybody, even people who don't like hip hop music, they mm -hmm. know The Crossroads. Mm -hmm. Like everybody knows that song. They might not know what that song's about. That song itself is very harsh. It, mm -hmm. it is, the lyrics in that song are actually very hard um, if you were to sit down and go through them. Um, it's talking about cousins that got hung and things like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's very harsh. It's heavy to hold. But because it had such a, a solid you know, backdrop for people to say, oh, what's this song? And it was you know, a lot of harmonies and things like that. Shot to the top, became a big hit, you know, whatever. Uh, I think that with Thug Mentality, I think it was Crazy's spin on what he thinks should be thug mentality, mm -hmm. um, but also in a way where the fans gravitated towards it, like, yeah, like this sounds exactly like a Bone Thugs record, mm -hmm. and yeah, crazy, we believe you. Um, and I think that's that was the idea. Um, so, I mean, get, go ahead, get into it a little bit more for a minute. What's, what is, what's the thug mentality as, you know, given by, by crazy in, in the song? Or is, so, you refer, to, you refer to him as Bone, not crazy? Oh no, I'm saying Bone like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay, so like the group like as a whole. Like the group okay, gotcha. As a whole, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so if you're talking about Crazy Bone, yeah. you can say Crazy, or you, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll okay, say, yeah, yeah. No, no, like Crazy, yeah. I just don't know which one is. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's good. Okay. Um, I think Crazy Bone outlines a, a pretty solid picture of what he thinks, you know, what he thinks Thug mentality is in the song. I think he outlines a lot of um, things that are typical in hip hop in a sense where he's talking about the streets and about how hard it can be out there and you know but at the same time giving you you know this is something that they've created something that he's created so that they can get a mindset out mm -hmm. you know a lot of people who listen to hip-hop music they, you know they put it in their car and they turn it up and they think they're like super bad mm -hmm. like, you know and they, they make them feel a certain way like they're some kind of like superhero from the street or something mm -hmm. when in reality hip-hop music was actually <laughs> like a way out mm -hmm. nobody wants to stay in, the, in those situations no one wants to stay in a situation where you're having to look over your shoulder every two minutes because you think you're gonna get killed mm -hmm. or you know you're homeless and you have no money nobody wants to be in those situations and i feel like crazy used 
you know, those rea those realities in the music so that it shows people like this is how we think so that we can get out and this is the music that we use to get out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, art Im imitates life and that's just the way, you know, he approached it on this record. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the second the second verse of the record is my favorite verse of the record and it's because he doesn't actually it's not none of it's new material, mm -hmm. which is interesting because unless you're a Bone Thugs and Harmony fan, you don't really catch on to all of the references. Mm -hmm. But it's like one of these, you know, Easter egg kind of verses where everything that he has in that second verse is from something previous. So oh, okay. he's mixed basically the Bone Thugs legacy into this one verse, mm -hmm. and to also show this is what we talk about, this is what we know, this is what we're from. Mm -hmm. And historically, look, we're still we're still doing it. We're still true to what we say, and this is, you know, and he took a lot of the a lot of lines and a lot of choruses and and hooks and things from other from Bone Thug records, from from actual group records, uh -huh. and threw that in threw that in there as a kind of nod to this is who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, this may be my solo record, but look, you know, we still we stand the test of time. Mm -hmm. So when you're when you hear Thug Mentality, you're not necessarily thinking of it as, "Hey, kids, come along and join the circus of Thug no. Mentality." So much as <laughs> we are, this is clearly our, this yeah. is clearly a background. This is clearly a lifestyle, but this is not meant to yes. do anything other than give you the setting, paint yep. the picture, and, and that's it. That's how I see it when I listen to it, um, and when I listen to that to that album as a whole too. Um, I mean, like like with any album, and especially with Dull Album, there's filler and stuff like that. But for me, the filler. You know, it was more like the skit, you know, in the 90s it was like everyone had skits on their albums and everyone oh had, God, you know, yeah. intros and everyone had, uh, it was kind of like, why do we need an outro? Like, you know, nobody needed that stuff then. That's but, with the skits, Mark. Yeah, what? It know. feels like, like my son does Cub Scouts and they're yep. like, we gotta do a skit for the big scout <laughs> show. And I'm like, oh God, well, like, was that what they were doing on the rap? I was like, come on everybody, we're yeah. funny too. You know, it'd be really fun if we did a skit, guys, right <laughs> in the middle of the album. A lot like, of them, I, they, like, I see here skits, like, where they like, kill someone, there's right, like, right. sexual references. I was like, these are really fun. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not a good skit. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the setup for the song. Who's editing this? Like, let's yeah. cut these. Yeah, you know? right? We don't need a double album, guys. Let's yeah. get one tight single. But I mean, as far as the album goes, there's so many different versions of. I mean, it's his it's his mentality. It's his first solo album, and as with any solo record from any artist in any genre, that's the baby. That's the like in group albums. The first album is usually the best one out of the collection. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so knowing that he was going to, you know, further pursue solo careers as well as everybody else in the group except for Wishbone, um, you know, everybody's put out solo records and knowing that he was going to do that, you know, ahead of time, the setup was this is clearly a Bone Thugs and Harmony record because of what I'm talking about, but it's my spin on what the Bone Thugs and Harmony mm -hmm. records are about. It's my spin on what thug mentality means, what it means to be a thug. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and it's that that line is that goes through the entire album, and I, I appreciate that as a fan. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you mentioned the you know Bone Thugs being known for the not not, not speed speed rapping or just yeah, kind of fast fast rap. Fast yeah, rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know the the chorus of, of this song specifically was that 
the kind of that musical style of just very, it's very, very musical. Mm-hmm. And there's you know like little piano yep. drops yep. behind. Was that was that kind that's of a staple? They did that a lot. That's both bugs and harmony. Goddamn catch! Yeah, <laughs> like you get him head. And if you, I feel like if I just heard that that part of the song right. on the radio, I'd be like, what's this John Tesh yeah. stuff going on here? <laughs> no, that's both bugs and harmony. Wow. Um, that's you know they have the the you know the other records that caught on. I mean, they blasted through the door with Thuggish, Ruggish, Bone, and, mm-hmm. you know, all these different, you know, records for the love of money and all these things, but then, you know, they then they flipped over and did First, you know, first of the Month mm-hmm. and, uh, and then the Crossroads remix and things like that, and then they just kept going, but you know, not necessarily for the singles mm-hmm. um, or for radio edits or whatever they were called then um, did you get records like Thug Mentality, mm-hmm. but they're always there, and you always know that that's the, the core knows that that's the sound, mm-hmm. you know, so the harmony part of Bone Thugs and Harmony was what set them apart at that time mm-hmm. from other rappers. So everyone's rapping, and everyone's rapping fast, but Bone is throwing in, you know, the melodies and the singing mm-hmm. and things like that, and everyone accepted that as their style. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays everybody does it, nothing, you know, no idea is original, and, you know, and certain artists, you know, Give their props where they're due, and other artists just be like, "No, nah, no, nah, it's just my stuff." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, you know, as far as crazy bone goes, crazy's always been, um, crazy always has been handling a lot of the behind-the-scenes harmony things, um, arrangements. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. A lot of the arrangements of records. Um, you know, and he came up with a lot of the the melodies and harmonies that come out in a lot of the Bone Thug records. It's his voice, the way his mm-hmm. voice goes. I mean, the other. The other artists in the group have, you know, have a certain tone also, so mm-hmm. you hear it. But as far as like the singing goes, I would say that Crazy and Busy really handle a lot of those those harmonies mm-hmm. in the records. Really set the tone for what those harmonies should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as the song goes, you know, it's it's Crazy's record, so of course it's going to be, you know, of course it's going to be on there. <laughs> so I I, I want to go back to the point you mentioned, the idea of the. The sort of the singing as part of mm-hmm. part of the hip hop. Now, you having been sort of within the within the fan base, that that was something that wasn't as as, as common back in the in no, the late nineties, mid nineties. You weren't you weren't a um, the nineties hip hop was more like lyrics mm-hmm. and what you were saying and and um, you know, when hip hop kind of got the magnifying put on it, you know, whenever mm-hmm. my magnifying glass put on it, sorry, mm-hmm. um, you know and started being used in like fast food commercials and car commercials. Mm-hmm. Wait a second, people make money off of this. You know, and, and, you know stuff like that. You know, the, 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 the beats and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. That was really like what nine, the 90s were about. And, you know, one of the things that the 90s were, was really good about was having, in hip-hop, you always need a balance. And, you know, in the 90s, everyone was balanced. Mm-hmm. So you could have an MC like Biggie talking about New York. You could have an MC like Ice Cube talking about what's going on in, on the West Coast. You could have, you know, late 90s, you had Juvenile come through and really put, you know, a flame to what was going on down South. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, the, you know, the Midwest and everything, you had all these rappers that had voices that were telling you about what was so basically you had it, you know, around the country, you basically had a good outline of this is what hip-hop culture looks like across the country. Mm-hmm. And everyone was in their own, you know, in their own road, in their own paths, doing their own thing. 
and everyone was original. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and there was a balance there because, you know, Cube and, and, and them all being gangsters and, you know, stuff like that. And then you got the East Coast, which was more of like, you know, the the money, spending money, like Diddy and, and Mace and all these guys, you know, it was all about the spending money, how much money you have, what kind of car you drive. And then the groups like Bone were more about, you know, talking about what was actually going on, like, in their neighborhoods, but down south was just wanting to dance. Mm. There's balance. Um, and then when you come to, when you come out of the 90s, it gets a little, a little foggy and everyone starts copying what everyone else is doing. Mm. So then, wait a second, that's hot right now. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. So artists that maybe, you know, aren't regional to the sound are doing the sound because it's making money. Mm -hmm. And that's where the difference lies in hip-hop for me. That's why I enjoy the 90s hip-hop so much better is because everyone wanted to be different. Mm -hmm. Everyone wanted to just showcase where they were from. And yeah. nowadays, people just want to make music to get money. Like, let's see how fast, how many how many streams can we get, you know? Yeah. Kind of thing. And it's, eh, it's unbalanced. Yeah. I mean, well, someone who's not really a big hip-hop fan, mm -hmm. I there's something very alluring in that idea of if I were to go back in time and listen, you know, oh, this is from the East Coast because this is the sound. It's it's a different kind of production. Mm -hmm. The lyrics are different. The, right. the topics are different. Right. West Coast, you know, you've got uh, you've got your gangster rap because that's where the bigger artists are coming mm -hmm. out of. But it all has much more personality. And I know one of the yes. things that I when I hear hip hop nowadays, it is very bland. I, if you said, what's hip-hop about? I don't know, like making money, maybe killing people. It's one of those two things, right? That's all it's about. <laughs> right, right. And I, I, don't, I don't mean to be dismissive of, of, the, entire, of the entire genre, but it, it, mm -hmm. hearing you talk about it, it really feels like that is something that might be a bit lost in kind of more, yes. more modern hip-hop. Yes. I mean, I feel like if you were to go and pull some a, a handful of records off the, the shelf, you could listen to Nas' Illmatic, you could mm -hmm. listen to the Jizz's Liquid Swords, you could listen to, you know, um, Bone Dogs and Harmonies, Art of War. Mm -hmm. You could listen to Tupac's Me Against the World, and you could listen to, um, uh, let's say, No Way Out, Diddy's Puff Daddy's and, and Puff Daddy and the Family's album, No Way Out. Mm -hmm. None of those records sounded like. Yeah. They all came out in the '90s. All came out around the same times, you know, within years of each other. None of them sounded like. Mm -hmm. There's no one, no one song even sounds alike mm -hmm. because everyone was interested in getting their point across. Everyone's interested in doing what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you got these, and even the people who, the names that you don't necessarily know about. I mean, if you were to go back and, and pull, you know, Dirty Harriet, which is uh, Rod Digger, you know, not too many people know about Rod Digger, but mm -hmm. um, you pull that album out and you put it up against, uh, who else was rapping in the night? Foxy Brown. Mm -hmm. And you put it up against Il Nana. It's, it's different. Those two albums are different. You know, and even if you wanted to throw Lil' Kim in there, because she was big then, too, mm -hmm. you, her album, um, I think it was uh, Hardcore, maybe? Mm -hmm. I think it was Hardcore that came out in the 90s. Um, you put those three female MCs together, you pull those records, none of them sound like. Everyone wanted to do their own thing. You listen to the radio now, everyone wants the same sound, everyone wants the same producers, mm -hmm. everyone wants the same, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's sad, you know, hip-hop has always needed the balance, and unfortunately, where mainstream has taken over and where everybody has got a taste of, well, if you just let this company use your song, you get this check in the mail every time. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, there's still, you know, grounded artists that will make records the way they always do. Boot Camp Click, you know, in, 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 in New York, Duck Down Records, all those guys, they make all their albums, um, you know, 
the way they want to make them. And people will say, oh man, it sounds like it could have been from the 90s. Mm -hmm. And they all go, yeah, thanks. <laughs> because this is the kind of hip-hop we make. This is what we yeah. make. They don't make the... Uh, and, and I don't even know the guys out now. I don't, you know, with the exception of, you know, um, I think I think uh, Cole, J. Cole is, is talented. I think Kendrick Lamar is uh, definitely talented. But with the exception of some of these new guys, Wale and stuff like that, I feel like artists mainly just are trying to churn out hits so that they can make the money. Mm -hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Give me the money, give me the money, and then we're done. Mm -hmm. um, or we're making up some kind of like flashy dance. And everyone's going to do dance for like oh two months. Uh, and then no one's going to do the dance ever again. I don't like but the dance. by the time we get the dance record out, we're all going to have money, so who cares? You know, it's just, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that there's not more of a balance now in hip hop. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's sad and kind of shows my age a little bit. Down like, whoa, well, in my day, my <laughs> hip hop music was Red Man and Keith Murray and, you know, yeah, 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 okay. But I mean. Go to bed, old man. Yeah, right? <laughs> no one wants to hear you! <laughs> So, I mean, it, it, it's unfortunate that there's not more of a balance, um, but I think, you know, I think it will come back around mm -hmm. with, you know, certain artists coming back and, and releasing music and people are going, oh yeah, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, I think the return of, you know, certain artists is it, good for hip hop, you know, and, and Diddy's, you know, everyone can say what they say about Diddy, but, you know, as far as he goes, Puffy's got the idea of what makes a hit record and he's mm. coming back around again making hit records again and you know but at the same time X is X is coming back DMX is coming back so it's like that yeah, is, where is the balance I heard it a ton in the, I think late 90s yeah, would have yeah, been the balance. early you know, 2000s X is one of the only only rappers to release two multi-platinum number one albums in a year within a year mm -hmm. from each other um, you know and, and X is X has demons he's been through a lot he's been in and out of jail he's been you know he's now talking about his, you know, um, his battle with addiction and stuff mm -hmm. like that. He's in a space where he can talk about that stuff, but he's still doing shows and mm -hmm. people are packing his shows and he's still, you know, releasing music. He's working on music now. Puffy's working on music, and that's that balance right there. For me, that's that balance because mm -hmm. you got that gritty, you know, um, no apology hip hop that X can give you, mixed with the let's play it on the radio a hundred times and dance to it that yeah. Puffy puts out. So I mean, it's it, there's the balance, and mm -hmm. that's that's what I like about hip hop is when it does stuff like that. Yeah, well, it's sort of like um, like I, I know we, we were we were talking a little bit earlier about say like the, the Star Wars Force Awakens yeah. movie. Yeah. Just because that movie took the beats from Star Wars or the beats that people liked, there's nothing inherently wrong about taking old ideas and repurposing them for a modern audience. Right. I would think hip hop, especially given how so much so much of the older the older the older so you know 90s mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is somewhat not necessarily autobiographical, mm -hmm. but it has a setting or it has a tone meant to evoke what right. the artists were going through. Right. I would think it would be sort of interesting to go back and take some of those artists who were in their twenties mm -hmm. uh, or young, or younger in some yeah. cases back then, and just talking about getting out and, and making it big, yeah. and then hear what they have to say now that some of them got out and they are living boring middle-aged people right. lives, or some of them had like DMX had uh, issues, trouble with law, trouble with drugs. And what they've learned from that, and how that's changed them, and sort of take those as almost not bookends in the sense they can't no, have no, no, big I albums, saying, but yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, I mean, are, are Bone Thugs and Harmony still they they still are. around? Yeah, they're yeah. still touring, they're still recording. Mm -hmm. Crazy Bone actually just dropped um, "Chasing the Devil," which is his most recent um, double disc album. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> prolific. Just uh, yeah, just uh, just a few months ago. Okay, you know, you know and it was more of a 
it was more of a concept album, and it was more, you know, chasing the devil was a metaphor for money. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, the concept around the entire album is that it's what people do for money, what people, you know, were, are willing to do, mm-hmm. you know, for chasing that devil. And I mean, you know, the, that, al- that album just came out, so I mean, just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. It's, it's solid. I mean, for me as a fan, it's it's fun for my see my artist still release music, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's they're still touring and they're still you know so they're still around and still doing it, um, you know. Lazy Lazy Bone is doing Harmony House Records and he signed a bunch of artists. Uh, Flesh and Bone um, was working on music with uh, I'm not gonna remember who, but he was working with somebody <laughs> yeah. recently too. So I mean the the artists are still around, still making noise, um, and they still have a fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but unfortunately, the, the climate that hip hop's in, with you know everybody making all these songs, and and, and I don't want to sound like I don't appreciate what goes on in hip hop nowadays. Mm-hmm. I like some of these new guys, you know, mm-hmm. I do. I, do. Um, I just feel like sometimes I'll sit back and listen to them and be like, man, this is so good. But you got nothing on Nas. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, even just hearing you talking of talking about the 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 old days and not having that right. that same you know that same history. Right. What if, if you were going to sell me something like, well, I've got these albums. They're all very distinct. They're all about a very you know specific place and time. Or I've got these. They're kind of an amalgamation. So if you like those sounds, you'd love them. Shm- Shmush them all together. They'll be great. I mean, I think I'd rather take the ones that have a real perspective mm-hmm. on them because with, with any good music, if it, I think people are mostly smart. Like yes. I think we can tell when there's a song that we're like, that is a super catchy song. It is every other song I've ever heard wrapped into one, and sometimes it can sort of elevate beyond that. Right. Sometimes you're like, "This is fun," but you you know deep down, right. I'm going to sing this for about a week, and I'm going to say, "I hate this song. Please never play it again." I'm embarrassed I ever mm-hmm. liked it. Uh, and uh, it seems like kind of hip hop's in the same yes. the same boat as say rock. I would say or, yes. Or, I would say yes. I mean, you know, with music in general, and it doesn't even mean that your favorite artists. You know, I I can't tell you that everything Crazy has released has been Crazy. One of my favorite MCs. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you that everything that that guy's ever recorded is my favorite thing. Like, well, I mean, you get two double albums yeah. plus however many. I mean, it's, it's, it's I a mean, lot. It's, I mean, it's with the material and even the Bone stuff, even even the the full Bone catalog. There's a handful of stuff that is just, eh, okay. I mean, it's it is what it is. Um, that's part of the industry. You got to make certain kind of records. You got to do certain kind of things. You have to, you know, if you're not in control of your own company and your own music and your own masters, you got to do what you got to do. Um, to get the record promoted, and I understand that as a business, um, you know, but as, I feel like that's true with any music, not just hip-hop music, it, it goes across the boards, I mean, you know, you can't, you won't be able to survive, unless you are making, you know, a bubblegum pop album that you know is supposed to be straight candy for everybody, mm-hmm. you really don't have an idea of, like, you know, what angle you want to go, you have an idea of what angle you want to go in, but it doesn't necessarily mean you get to go that way. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and for hip hop, one of the things about hip hop is that no one cares, <laughs> and they're just gonna say it, and they're gonna do it, and they're gonna use whatever to to for shock value. I mean, Eminem, like you, you're gonna say whatever you can to pay attention to what we're what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and that's you know, and, and there's a lot of artists that succeed off of that, and a lot of artists that get their point across and, and get heard because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and but at the same time you got guys who do it just to do it, like like M, like M mm-hmm. and M. They'll do it and 
he's just laughing at everybody. Yeah. Because while everybody protests and everybody talks about him, it's free press. Everyone's talking about mm. him. It's just like anything else. You make, you know, everybody makes everybody famous. So the more you talk about somebody, you're just putting quarters in the life meter, you know. Mm. Um, you know, and that's, you know, that's another piece of hip-hop that, you know, sticks around is that there's so much shock and awe in what hip, some hip-hop artists talk about. People go, oh man, that can't be true. And mm. it's like, but it is. And it's usually the stuff that people don't gravitate towards. They'll be, oh no, you know, they'll have certain people who will talk up against it. Like, no, 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 you can't be talking about stuff like that. Yeah. But then you have really smart, intelligent MC, you get Killer Mike, you know, you go go listen to rap music, go listen to album rap music. Um, that is, you know, go through it and understand it because that's hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> like it is, it is people. You know, who who down talk the, the language, they focus on the language. I shouldn't say down talk. They mm. focus on the language, they focus on the actual um, delivery of the material. They're not listening to what the material that's being delivered is actually saying. Mm. And a lot of the times, when you listen to a solid hip hop record, and I'm not talking about something you're hearing on radio or something you're streaming on Spotify, I'm talking about like when you sit down and you digest a hip hop record, you know, from, from an MC who has a story, you are getting a very vivid look at what that person went through. And that is no different than an autobiography and, you know, uh, or a movie or anything like this, books, movies, whatever. It's no different than that, only has a breakbeat behind it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just, I feel like with, you know, with, with any kind of music, you get that kind of situation. But unfortunately, the, the harsh tones that hip-hop offers, and, and Thug Mentality, 1989, the album, has some really graphic stuff on it. Some really yeah. graphic stuff from when you know he was when Crazy was in the street selling drugs, and when mm. he, you know, when he went to jail for accidentally shooting one of his friends, mm. and like all these. There's there's elements there that get sprinkled through every hip hop record, but the mentality piece of that album is that this is what I went through. Mm -hmm. I'm getting it all out now. Understand what I've gone through. Next. Mm -hmm. So I so mean, it's like a cathartic. Yeah, I mean, and that's, and that's what I feel like that album is. It's giving a lot of stories, um, you know, about his, you know, coming up that he couldn't talk about necessarily with the group. Mm -hmm. It was more, this is my mentality. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I latched to with that album. That's one mm -hmm. of the reasons why it follows me everywhere. Um, it's just that, that um, talent to turn your entire life into a bunch of words, put it, you know, put it over a bunch of beats, and then give it to everybody, like, here, you can see my entire life, with mm -hmm. everything that I went through, everything that, you know, all the, all the dark spots, you know, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mark, I think you, you've summed up why, why this song is so, means so much to you. Mm -hmm. um, you've been on the show before, you know what's coming up next. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> why should Thug Mentality be, be our song? Because I'll be honest, when I was first listening to it, you're right. I mean, there he wasn't mincing. He wasn't really mincing words. I never know what to, to expect from hip hop. Whether mm -hmm. it is going to be all about the money right, and right. you know the idea of all oh, like all this bling and the the, the hose and everything. Uh, I God, dude, I sound so goddamn. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm gonna actually <laughs> edit my voice to sound right, it's less right. nerdy. Um, and and but this this was kind of more than that. It really had an honesty to it, and the honesty was a little. Oh, I'm gonna say it, it was a little scary. Uh, I was I wasn't scared, ladies and gentlemen. It was just in in the sense of the the, the tone. It wasn't yes. it wasn't mincing yes. words. They weren't messing or he wasn't messing around. Right, with, right. Was 
So I think this is going to be a pretty hard sell, but why should this be our song? The well, chorus. The co- you know, I'm going to say Rob, the chorus. You can't pick the chorus now. All right, that totally Rob, is catchy. <laughs> I specifically brought this record because um, when I was in high school, when this album came out in 1999, um, when I was in high school, and we were talking, I had an English class, and I had an English teacher who was, um, you know, she was young and new, and, you know, trying to make a good impression on the, the first year, you know, first year teacher, and, you know, whatever, and she, she gave us this project, and the project was to bring in a song that means something to you, or, you know, similar to what you do here, mm. um, you know, bring something that you enjoy, that you think other people should enjoy, so you can tell them why they should enjoy. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, playing your song like back in '99. Um, but I brought this song to that to that class, mm-hmm. and what we did was we went up, everybody in the class went around and we all played our songs. And everyone voted on what song would be the one that everyone in the classroom could listen to to feel. And mm-hmm. it wasn't about feeling a certain emotion. What song could you listen to to actually just feel, mm-hmm. have an emotion? Mm-hmm. And my song won. This song won. <laughs> um, and you know, and I had some people in that class who want wanted nothing to do with hip hop music. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, you know, of course, Mark's gonna bring a Bone Thug song. And what are you listening to that for? You know, of course, the Bone Thug kid's gonna bring the Bone Thug record. Um, and you know. Playing the song, it was kind of like, this is part of Bone Thugs Harmony. This is part of what Crazy Bone does. And, you know, I feel like, even though the second verse isn't as identifiable with, you know, some, some like, you know, people who don't follow the, the, the fan base around or whatever, mm-hmm. um, the tone of the record is what I would say would be why it needs to be everybody's song. The tone is very laid back. It's easy to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you When you get into the the music piece of it, you know, the instruments used and mixed with the harmonies that get used, it's easy to listen to. Mm. Um, that is, yeah, like, very, very listenable. I feel like that's, that should be why it should be everyone's song, is because if you need something to just take a break, or if you need something to listen to that is going to be, you know, you feel like something totally different from what you normally listen to, you don't listen to the Bone Thugs Harmony, you don't listen to Crazy Bone, but you, you know, throw something like this, and I feel like it's easier to digest the content mm-hmm. when the music is easier to listen to. Okay. Like the, the soundtrack itself is easier to listen to. So the content presents itself fresher. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think you should be everyone's song. Okay. Well I I, I do I do it, it you do feel something listening to it. And and it's it's weird. It's like a really easy pill to swallow. Regardless, you're like, that sounds violent. I'm kind of scared. Right. Well, because it's not just listenable. Because it's not NWA. F the police. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's not. It's not direct. It's not exactly like, you know, it's not putting it right in your face. Mm-hmm. It's giving you the opportunity to take it in. Like, mm-hmm. wait a second. This is still, yeah. you know, very much a part of what makes up me as an artist. Um, you know, and and the other part too is the end of that song when he's just shouting out all the different places. Yeah. It's not, they're not all typical places that you would hear hip hop records shout out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in Colorado and like all these, you don't, you don't yeah, I was get a little, that. I, I wasn't quite sure if that, it was like the, 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 their upcoming tour dates no, or what was going, yeah. No, you just don't get that. that. That end of the record there when he was just shouting out different locations and different places, you know, it was all the places that at the time he didn't feel like were getting enough, mm-hmm. you know, 
um, enough of a glance, and it was kind of like, this is where we represent. This is the part of the country that we represent. Okay. I'm just going to shout out everybody who doesn't get shouted out on any hip hop records. Mm. Could you get? He got you know the California and the you know whatever. Yeah. But I mean, you don't get. Uh, I don't even going through the whole song right now. I'm trying to think of it, but like the Colorado one sticks out. Like, yeah. no shout out Colorado. <laughs> Nobody does that. I mean, Colorado <laughs> listeners, no offense, but I'm just saying. You know, you don't get a shout out on a hip hop record every now and again. So yeah. I mean, it's you know it was different. And then to to end cap that whole shout out session with the Cleveland, you know, definitely in the house that came from the very first Bone Thugs and Harmony record. So I mean, just wraps it all up nicely. Um, so I don't know. I think that if you're looking for a song that you know gives you the harsh realities, but it's easier to you know get into, that's the song. That's the record. All right. Well, thanks so much, Mark. Uh, it sounds like uh, you, for you folks at home, I really hope that Thug Mentality by Crazy Bone is now your song. Aww. Aww. <laughs> so sweet. It's just sweet. It's a sweet song for, for Grandma and everyone. <laughs> yeah, for Grandma. <laughs> she probably won't be able to follow the lyrics. <laughs> well, I was thinking about when you're talking about everything's a dance nowadays. Yes. Like, you know you've made it when right. Grandma's dancing to your oh song gosh. at somebody's wedding. Oh, man. That's Ooh. not going to lie. That's great. Someone's going to get Oh, Someone's going to get What's with Nate? I feel like someone's oh, got to be yeah. playing that at weddings already, yeah. right? No, no. Uh, my little white suburban children are like, hey, did you hear this? Oh, you, you, you oh, sold man. out, sir. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I hear it too. I hear all angles, like, oh, you heard the song and uh, whip Nate. What? What does that even mean? I don't even know what it means anymore. <laughs> just make up words. I can't be in tune with it. <laughs> Let's do the cool whip. Or, I don't know. <laughs> Too busy listening to Illmatic. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You mentioned that the other day on on, on Mitomo. For those of you who don't know, the uh, new Nintendo mobile game. Mitomo. It's a it's a it's something about. Illmatic hat or not? That's the, hat? the hat I'm wearing right now, actually. Okay, that is that, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the hat. All right. Uh, Illmatic. The, I mean, I'll bring I'll bring Nas record another time, but okay. you know, Nas is one of the greatest of all time, in mm -hmm. my opinion, right up there with Rakim, and you know, he is one of the all-time greatest MCs and storytellers in hip hop, hands down. I don't know anybody you can talk to who likes hip hop music who could disagree with that. And Nas has. Um, a phenomenal first de a debut album called Illmatic, mm -hmm. and it is nine tracks long. It is short and it's ten. It's got an intro. Yeah, <laughs> but a couple skits know, in yeah, there. Yeah, you know, um, but you know, it's it's a short album, short and sweet, right to the point. And it is you will put headphones on and you will hit play on that album. Shut your eyes. You see New York City. Mm. You see everything about New York City on that. And that album has been hailed as one of the, you know, it gets the classic tag in hip hop. Yeah. You know, every, you know, and nowadays everyone's like, oh, listen to my classic. Uh, no, 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 no. Go back and listen to Illmatic. And that, and it's funny because the hat that I'm wearing is, it says ill on it mm -hmm. for everybody you can't see. Um, <laughs> which is which is everybody that is not us. Pretty much everybody. <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's a, it's embroidered with the the word ill in gold stitching, and the, it's a hat from Nas's company out in Vegas, and um, it's just an ode to the album. Mm. Um, Illmatic is one of my favorite albums. Um, you know, I, it, all time, but that's also in my car right now. Okay. You know, there's, there's, so you go with your, you got your crazy bone, you got your that certain Nas, albums, crazy bone Nas. Certain albums that you will not catch me without. Illmatic is one of them, Doug Mentality 1999 is another one. So, I feel like Thug Mentality, double album, put it in your back pocket. You must have had some like posture back problems oh, with, as, as, you know, as, was, as a young you know, man, right? Fun, you know what was fun about Thug Mentality, <laughs> man, though, is that you know, um, you know, Biggie had passed you know a couple years earlier, and, and Diddy had put out the the double disc 
mm-hmm. Biggie album, uh, Life After Death, mm-hmm. and it was like the chunky, like double case. Oh God! And yeah. you know you couldn't bring that anywhere. You know it didn't fit in anybody's pocket. But when Crazy Bones' Thug Mentality came out, it was in the it was in the Slim Jewel case. Oh, flip, you know, yeah. and then you open it and it flips out to the other way too, so it opens to the left and the right. And it's like, oh man, look, he's got two biscuits in there, this is so good. It's like James Bond, so, actually. I mean, that was super easy to throw in the back pocket. But yeah, I mean, I remember getting ragged on. I used to listen to it a lot in art class mm-hmm. um, when I would do my, my art projects and stuff. And every time I take it out, they go, you're still listening to that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> and it's still in the car right now, just in case anybody was wondering. Man, that's a testament so, to our song, something you can listen to for yeah, that many years yeah, and not be like, that's enough of this, woohoo, yeah, throw no, that away. No, I love that album, I love uh, it. I think they just re-released it digitally because I know when we when we were first, uh, when I was first listening to this, yep. I had to borrow yours because I, yeah. I couldn't find it online, mm-hmm. but I was just looking, I was just trying to like, refresh my memories, like the year and the, the, the album titles oh, and yeah. where it originally came from. And it looked like they might have done it like a digital release of a Thug Mentality 1999 with some bonus tracks recently. So, oh, really? uh, so it might be it might be gettable again. So mm-hmm. I looked on on Amazon. It was, it was expensive to yeah. get the actual. Th- I'm sure you could find it at oh, a yeah, record sure. store. If yeah, you could yeah. find a record store, you might find this out. Right? <laughs> What's a record store? <laughs> sad, sad oh, music. Boy, sad music. Well, Mark, thanks so much for coming on Absolutely. again thanks and, and kicking off this hip hop. Month, yeah. weeks, whatever. The rest whatever. of it better be good. You guys better bring good songs. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. We got a couple, but I, I'm gonna have to pick some too. Don't bring any of that whip nene crap. Up oh, here. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that, Rob. I won't. No, 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 no. It's not. A, it's not on the schedule. I got the production list. Uh, but what I think's coming up, so it should be should be fine. All right. Uh, for everyone at home, uh, as always, you can find us uh, pretty much everywhere as playing our song. We're on playingoursong.net. Rob at playing our song. Dot net. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, the Twitter is playing underscore our song. That's a little tricky part right there. Uh, if you like the show or would like to suggest a song to talk about, or hey, be on the show, just email me, like I said, rob at playingoursong.net, uh, and, or you know, message me on Twitter or follow me on Twitter. And uh, what else? Oh, uh, if you like the show and would like to tell a friend about it, please, please do. And if you have a moment, why don't you go to iTunes and leave a review? It could be five stars. I love your show. It could be one star, Rob. You're super white. Stop talking about hip hop. Whatever, whatever works, you know. Review is a review. I like feedback. Uh, well, uh, for everyone, thanks again for listening. Thanks so much, Mark. Uh, so we'll be back with some more hip hop next week. We'll more hip hop next week. It's like a bunny listens to. Uh, to maybe that's a bad idea. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you get, you get out of the versatility on the show. You get to talk about music. You nope. You were you were true. You gotta have the '80s hair band. You gotta have yep. the, the rock and roll. You gotta have everything. You gotta have metal. You gotta have everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm gonna I'm 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 try, try not to sound too dorky doing doing a month of, of hip hop. But in any case, uh, I hope it I hope it all comes out good. Certainly, my guests will at least talk knowledgeably about hip hop, no matter what stupid garbage I say. So you want to hear more? Who are this next week? Come on back. But until then, remember it's your song. So play it long and play it loud. Bye. <laughs>